0: Damas y caballeros, The ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports By Live Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, your inside look in the world of combat sports. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion on the radio. I having defended that title for better than 32, make it 33 years. So straight up today, we're talking UFC, baby. Ronda Rousey, will she get licked by a stamp by a girl that's gay? I'm just kidding. What I'm trying to tell you is, will Amanda Nunes beat her in the center of the octagon tonight? Of course, UFC going down in Las Vegas, December the 30th. Straight up, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Take it back. 7 p.m. Pacific Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, USC Live on Pay-Per-View. Of course, the real fight on the card, the fight that I thought was going to be like the fight where you needed no Viagra for to get up. I'm talking about Kane Velasquez and Ferbis Verdun, the battle of the former heavyweight champions. That will not take place. Straight up, Kane is hurt. Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-759. We're also hooking up on Skype this morning. Call us on the Skype line. The address is sports byline and the number 2. So straight up. Lots of things to talk about in the world of mixed martial arts, but boxing, straight up talking about the end, the end of the year, of course, for the world of boxing. Of course, with Johnny Golovkin, pound for pound, the best, Canelo Alvarez, pound for pound, the second best. Are they going to clash in 2017? Will Julio Cesar Chavez be first for Canelo Alvarez? Bottom line is, Canelo is dollars and cents any way you look at him, folks. He is the cash cow in the world of boxing right now. So once again, open phone lines around the world, one 800 878 us one 800 878 7529. Make them feel good now. Hey there. Did you know that with a bad
1: That's 800 797 1256.
2: Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf. Half the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now one 1064 That's one eight hundred nine 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 one zero six four. Not all cases are typical, and some may not qualify. The consultation is free, and so is the call. So call right now one eight hundred. Nine 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 one zero six four. that's one eight hundred nine 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 ten sixty four. Listen closely. You don't have
3: to live with knee pain. You heard right. If you're 65 or older and suffering from knee pain, you may qualify for an advanced pain relieving brace at little to no cost to you. Doctor Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for knee braces, will work with Medicare or insurance benefits to see if you qualify for these knee braces. Many people are now using our knee brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief they haven't felt in years. The only way to see if you qualify is to call us 800 816 One of our friendly experts will handle all paperwork and have it delivered for free. Don't let your knee pain turn into something worse. Find out now about these advanced knee braces now covered by Medicare or insurance benefits. Call now and get free shipping, plus a complimentary easy-to-use pedometer. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply promise subject to qualification while supplies last.
4: All right, here we go. Are you ready? You ready? Let's get it on. Here we go. Tonight's Fight clock. Wow, I
0: mean wow. I mean right I mean. down. Look at that. Oh, man. Tonight's Fight clock brought to you by Bud Light Joe, Perfect fit for whatever happens. Ronda wants to make it happen quickly. Yeah, she gave There's the arm. She it the arm. It, it is it. all
4: over. Just oh, like God. that. My wow. Oh, my God. Wow.
0: Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. You
4: know what? As long as she fights at 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs.
0: It's all over, baby. The fat lady is singing. I teased you in the open there about Ronda Rousey and Amanda Nunes. Well, guess what? Ronda lasted a whole 48 seconds. That's right. Her year of being out of the spotlight—the fact she wouldn't do any media interviews. She was, you know, off, she's off limits. She can't, she's, she's in training. She's getting herself back together. She, She'd never get herself back together. Listen, once your bubble has burst, once your ass has been kicked like that, when you're a bully, it, there ain't no coming back. Ask Mike Tyson. You think I'm kidding? Ask George Foreman. You think? I can I keep going. I can keep going. Bullies, bullies do not prevail. Once bullies are are exposed, if they are true bullies and they have that bully mentality, there's no coming back. There's just no coming back, and there isn't. And after a 48-second ass-whooping at the hands of Amanda Nunes, who I call the baby-faced assassin, the baby-faced girl from, of course, uh, Brazil. In fact, fact, she's like the first Brazilian UFC champion. That's right. Of all the, you know, UFC uh, fighters, of course, males that have preceded her, Anderson Silva, twice Gracie, I can go on and on all the way down the chain. But she's the first female. And, of course, now she's rocking and rolling. Knocks out Ronda Rousey in 48 seconds. And, you know, I was of the opinion, stupid me, that UFC 207 was Saturday night. I really was. In fact, I was thinking that, and I missed it. I missed it. I caught it this morning on the internet, but I missed it last night. Stupid me. Looking at the, the, the 30th, the 30th, the 30th. That's why I mentioned the 30th in the open. The fact that I blew I blew this UFC event. I woke up last night. guess about 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. Check my Twitter line, and there's Ronda Rousey flattened in 48 seconds. So it's over. She's done. Stick a fork in her. There is no return. She won't be coming back. This fight against Holly Holm that that Scott Cuddy wants to see is probably not worth the it's not worth much of anything right now. Ronda Rousey, of course, a loser in two straight fights. Holly Holm, a loser in two straight fights. I mean, who wants to fight loser against loser? I just don't want to see that. Speaking of loser against loser, man, I thought she was gonna be championing as champion. I'm talking about Cain Velasquez and Furby's for doing getting it down, of course, the World Heavyweight Championship and Actually, for, the, for a shot to fight for the World Heavyweight Championship that was taken away from uh, for a beast for noon by Stip Miocic of Cleveland, Ohio. Of course, that, that quick knockout. But Cain Velasquez was supposed to be in the best condition of his life. I mean, I kept checking on him, folks. I had people inside the American Kickboxing Academy, and they lied to me. They lied. They told me that Cain Velasquez was 100%, 110%. There were no injuries, there were no problems, and there were no issues. Nothing, right? So what happens? What happens? He does an interview with ESPN last week and talks about having to use cannabis, a cannabinoid oil uh, minus the THC, to um, to help him with his pain issues. Well, I can tell you what CBDs are okay, but THC is better. Uh, that's just my opinion. You mix the two together, of course, they they work hand in hand. But I think that THC prevails over CBDs ninety percent of the time. And I know I'm in pain a lot. But Cain Velasquez is unable to fight, uh, according to. The Nevada State Athletic Commission, because once they saw that interview with ESPN, it, sound, it didn't sound like he wanted to fight. You know, he said, I can't stand up for 10 minutes. Well, I can't stand up some days for 10 today, today was one of those days where I have problems standing up. Not not once I'm, stand, once I'm up, I'm okay. But my lower back was so bad today that um, I have problems standing up. And I can understand how Kane would have problems standing up for 10 minutes. I remember I used to have problems standing up sometimes for two or three minutes in one spot if that... Sciatic nerve and all your nerves are damaged, like my like uh, my spinal column is um, compressed as it was after a 35 foot fall through a roof. Um, you know you'll have issues, and I have issues. Cain Velasquez has issues, of course. A, the first fight in which he fought for Beast when he went down there to Mexico, he was coming off a long layoff due to injuries, and he wasn't uh, in prime condition. And probably look back on that date and say that was the biggest mistake that he ever made in his entire professional life. Of all the things he's done, of all the the uh the I won't fight here, I won't fight there, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm Cain Velasquez, I am the heavyweight champion of the world of all that bravado and all that that's all good, but what has it done for him? I mean, let's be honest. He's probably gonna go down there if he, if he was to fall from the uh from, from, from the limelight, in other words, never be able to fight again. They're talking about surgery, but never be able to fight again. I think he's thirty four years old, okay? Uh, He hasn't been in his prime probably in about two and a half or three years. I mean, the Junior Dos Santos fight, probably the the last Dos Santos fight, was probably Cain Velasquez. C-level Cain. When I say C-level, I don't mean C-level, the letter C. I mean S-E-A, C-level Cain, meaning he can fight at C-level. Of course, went down there to Mexico City and fought for a beast at that 11,000-foot altitude and paid the price. Lost the heavyweight title, wasn't ready, was soft going in. Of course, been hanging out at those taco trucks he owns down there. In Silicon Valley, making a fortune, eating at the same time. But at the end of the day, he's going to look back on his queries and say, you know, that's where I made the mistake. I wasn't 100% ready for that fight. And had he been 100% ready, I'm not sure he would have beat Verdum that day because Verdum just seemed to be, that was his day. Sometimes when guys have their day, you just can't take their day away from them. I mean. I just, it just happens. I mean, guys are in championship fights and as you know, it's their time and they're just going to win. It's hard. It's just hard to turn the, the mental, the mental, to, to break the mental will of somebody breaking somebody's mental will in combat sports is what boxing and mixed martial arts is all about breaking a person down, breaking their will. Okay. Breaking their will as a person, as a fighter, you got to break them down. Okay. Uh, I can only remember being broken down one time. I quit in that fight to an extent. Ah, uh, what happened? I fought a guy that was much bigger than me in the National Golden Gloves, and he hit me so hard I, I didn't I didn't feel anything until my ear hit the canvas. That's how hard he hit me, and that's how quick the the uh, concuss the concuss mode was. I mean, boom! I was out. Anyway, enough of that. Back to Ronda, back to Cain Velasquez. This USC two hundred seven. Not not what can I say? What can I say? What can I say? I mean, it, it's over. And Cain in Velasquez wasn't on the card. Fabrice Bedoom wasn't on the card. Bedoom's probably going to get a shot now. A rematch with um, Stip Miocic. That'll probably be the next fight for the heavyweight champion out of Cleveland, Ohio. But, um, you know, Cain Velasquez, probably done. Ronda Rousey, definitely done. You know she's done. Two losses in a row, folks. This one in 48 seconds. What can you say? You know, Amanda Nunes, I call her the baby face assassin, the baby face lesbian, the bottom five, the bottom She comes to fight, and she's the real deal. You know, and, and people like uh, Hector Martinez were saying that they would go with the the, the uh, judo over the uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu if they got to the ground. Well, guess what? It never got to the ground. She got crunched. Ronda Rousey got crunched. And, of course, this is the swan song for Ronda Rousey now, much like Mike Tyson. After being beaten down by, melted down by Buster Douglas, of course, Iron Mike Tyson getting the big meltdown in Tokyo, Japan. It was in February of 1990. And, of course, when you look at bullies, you look at the history of bullies along the line. I mentioned George Foreman before that. It doesn't bode well for him. It just doesn't bode well for him. That, that aura, that mojo, that, that, that aura of invincibility is gone, and they don't know how to repair themselves afterwards. I mean, I remember when I lost my first fight, and like, I won't tell you what year it was, but when I lost my first fight after winning six in a row, being 6-0, oh, being undefeated, and then I lost one. Man, I was like, I didn't fight for six years. i, just, I have four, five, about four or five. I was in the gym all the time, just didn't fight anymore. Somehow it took the, the confidence away from me. And I, I never lacked confidence or anything like that. But I just didn't, didn't want to fight. And then come, you know, a little later on, the Golden Gloves snack for the, for the five Golden Glove championship fights I was in, I was able to prevail in. But, um, oh, speaking of Golden Gloves, I want to mention Mike Christie. I talked about the five Golden Gloves championships I've got. Well, the one Golden Gloves championship fight I didn't win was against Mike Christie, where they took two points away from me. They took two points. Marty Sam was a referee down there in San Jose, California, and he took two points away, and he told me later on, I think we were in Spain or somewhere, he had a few drinks. He said, yeah, they didn't want you to win that year because, you know, you destroyed that the San Jose guy in like 11 seconds. Yeah, well, so what? I went over and I destroyed some guy from San Jose in 11 seconds, so when I fought Christie for the title, the referee had the edge for me or, or you know, the hard-on for me. And uh, they took away two points, and he admitted it later in life when he had a few drinks. But I'm telling you, had Christie, had they not taken away the two points, who knows how that fight would have went. I know how it would have went, but the bottom line is history, history. History doesn't lie. I lost that championship fight, and that made me so hungry, or hungry, or whatever you want to say, that when I went on every championship fight I was in after that point, I won. I never lost a championship fight after that point. Straight up, four championships, four Golden Glove championships. Out of five championship title fights, Damn, I wanted that fifth one. Well, Mike Christie, what I'm trying to bring up, Mike Christie, is I'm not bragging or boasting, but it's his birthday today. Mike Christie's like I think he's like 55 or something like that. So straight up to Mike Christie. Back to USC. Amanda Nunes still the world bantamweight champion. Got to give her props, man. You got to really give her props. I mean, now what is she going to do? She's prevailed as she's uh, emerged as the best at 135, and that means that she's going to get into this this uh, this uh, invincibility type of thing. Of course, every time somebody goes into one of these these uh these magnificent runs, beating combo at sports or boxing, for the most part, the streaks come to an end. I remember Humberto Gonzalez was something like like forty-seven and zero or something like that, a forty-five knockout, something like that, and he got beat like a forty-to-one underdog down there in L.A. I was shocked. You see, my mouth—I was—we were on TV, though my mouth was hanging. I couldn't believe it. And when he laid down, when he laid down and wouldn't get up, I was—I could—he laid there right right in my corner. He laid down like a dog, and in the corner I was in, he just laid down, didn't take any punches. He just laid down, the former one hundred and eight-pound champion in the world. Uh, Boxing Hall of Fame and the International Boxing Hall of Fame, as I speak, Humberto Gonzalez, but he just quit. So that's why I call him Humberto La Chiquita. La Chiquita, not La Chiquita, La Chiquita. He quit in that fight. He quit like a dog. I was blown away. I couldn't believe it. But that's what happens. Things happen. When your will gets broken, you react in different ways. Now, Ronda Rousey, she wasn't able to come back. She should have had a tune-up fight. The aforementioned Hector Martinez, of course, the former manager, the once-beaten amateur, two-time champion, uh, former manager of Roberto Duran, he said that you know if he if Ronda was his his fighter, he would have had her uh, with a tune-up fight. Well, they didn't want to do a tune-up fight, and they should have done a tune-up fight, but they didn't. And therefore, when you put death match after death match after death match, longevity is not in the cards. You hear what I'm trying to say? I mean, some of these guys they should get easy fights. If you're in one war like one war, you should get some time off and an easy fight. Both. Because guess what? The brain doesn't recover. It just doesn't. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but it doesn't recover like bruises. When you get your arm bruised, yeah, your arm heals in time, okay? Sometimes when you get your brain bruised, little brain bleeds, this and that, you do not come back. Especially when you get one brain bleed on top of another, which is called repetitive concussions syndrome. Of course, the big talk around the world of combat sports and contact sports in general is CTE, which is brain damage. Of course, it's coming back, is, is prevalent now in, in football. I mean, guys, I mean, think about it. The great Steve Young quit, quarterback for the Niners. He quit. He gave it up. Troy Aikman, the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, he gave it up. All these guys had years left on their football careers, but guess what? They said, I've had enough. I'm, uh, uh, that's not going to happen anymore. When you get a concussion, people don't realize that. I had one concussion in my life, back to that Ernie Chavez fight in 1984. Ah, I gave you the date. Anyway, um, yeah, I was concussed after that, and I wasn't seeing right. I wasn't talking right. I wasn't feeling right. I was acting a fool. I did stupid things. had a couple of drinks that night. Probably shouldn't have drank that night. She probably should have been kept under some type of observation. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast where This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
4: Uh, you know, everyone has their moment of picking themselves off the floor, and... I'd gone through several of mine, but no one had actually seen me go through it. And maybe I just had to be that example of picking myself off the floor for everyone. And maybe that's what I'm meant for. But you didn't.
6: Fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's
3: 800-950-1180. Now more of
1: Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass.
0: to the punch yeah guess what (laughs) ronda rossi got beat to the punch last night of course usc 207 going down on friday night for some reason i kept thinking it was a new year's eve event of course it's not a new year's eve event was that a smart thing to do of course in las vegas there's so many things happening on new year's eve but would that fight have caused a a uh, traffic jam or something like that down there i don't know i think it should have been on new year's eve of course a lot of events used to go off on new year's eve back in the day not mixed martial arts per se and not boxing, but a whole lot of wrestling, a lot of pro wrestling events used to go on, New Year's Eve and Christmas and things like that, and they were successful, so I couldn't understand, I still can't understand why a lot of promotions don't want to go on holidays when there's a captive audience, of course, you've got people at home, and I don't know, I think that, anyway, sports and holidays, they go hand in hand. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, we're going over USC 207 last night, USC 207 going down, and how can I put this? Um, stunning fashion. That's just the best way I could put it, because when Ronda Rousey gets beat in 48 seconds, after talking all that smack, folks. I mean, come on, she talked a lot of smack. She said that you know she was back, and it was a fluke, and it, <clears throat> Holly Holmes, Holly Holmes, did really didn't deserve the credit that she. I mean, she she discounted Holly Holmes. Said that Holly Holly Holmes was it was a freak and you know, all that kind of good stuff, and it wasn't a freak thing. I mean, Holly Holmes had her number. When you've got somebody's number, you can just exploit that. As far as imposing your will, she went, did it from the start. She did it with boxing 101. That's how Holly Holmes beat. Ronda Rousey, boxing one-on-one, jabs, crosses, uh, an occasional hook here and there. I mean, she mixed it up. And what happened with Ronda? Ronda could not deal with it. When you can't deal with it, guess what? You get knocked out. And eventually, she I think she was stopped. Obviously, she was stopped. But then uh, Holly Holm goes on and fights Misha Tate. Misha Tate beats her. And then Misha Tate gets beat by Amanda Nunes. And I Misha Tate loses another fight afterwards. So she retires. And now we've got this 135-pound weight class ruled by this this she, and I, I'm not calling her a monster, um in a negative way. She's tough, man. She's a, If I had a 135 pound chick, I, I I think Amanda Nunes would be the last uh girl. That's that'd be the last place I'd want to go. I just wouldn't want to go there. I really wouldn't, because you know she's got a, she's got she's a striker. She can work on the ground with a Brazilian jiu jitsu. So she's not a schlep on the ground. She strikes while standing up. Ask Ronda Rousey. 48 seconds. That first punch she hurt Ronda with. She hurt her. And the corner, just said, stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. And she did stay with it. Okay, and she was all, I mean, she was all, I mean, she was all over Ronda Rousey. She was. I mean, 48 seconds, how could you not be? Okay, the first punch hurt her, the last punch. Ronda was asleep uh, as she grabbed onto the cage. She was like concussed, out cold. 48 seconds, rude awakening for a girl who's been on the show in the past was very, in fact, you know what, I want to say this, and Cuddy's in the other room on the other side of the glass, but she was a real bitch last time she was here. She was. She gave us a lot of smack, and she said, you know, you know what? Uh, yeah. This is what she said. Well, you know, I've been doing interviews since, like, 8.30 this morning. It's like, 9.15 or something like that. I'm going, yeah, yeah. So you want to not do this or something like that? Yeah, 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 She gave me all kinds of crap. So basically, I think I cut the interview from, like, 10 minutes to, like, 4. I cut it from 10 to 4. And I was done with it. And I said to myself, you know what? She's, like, she's believing the stuff I keep saying about her." And you can't, you can't do this. You can't believe all the hype, baby. You believe all the hype, you suck down all the hype, and guess what? You got burnt. You got burnt not once but twice. Now you're done. You'll be a footnote in mixed martial arts history. A girl that came along real fast. She was a flash in the pan. That's all you can say about Ronda Rousey was she was a flash in the pan. She is toast, losing two fights in a row, both by stoppages. Now, the 135-pound male division, the title changed hands last night, and that was a hell of an upset. I tell you what, the cards were close, but I got to tell you, man, Cody Garbrandt beat Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz, of course, the long-reigning champion, the guy that never lost his title, really. I mean, there was that, that injury thing where he tore his ACL. Actually, he tore one, two, three. Tore his ACL three times. He's had four ACLs put in him. How's that? Can you do the math? Can you do the math? He tore his ACL three times. That's your anterior cruciate ligament in your knee. He tore it three times, and he had four replacements. Hmm, what happened? One of them didn't go. One of them was rejected, so he had to get it done again. But last night, he was rejected by the judges. The scores were 48-46, 48-46, and 48-46, and 48-47. So it, it was a close fight. It wasn't a dominant fight, 3-2, to 3-2, to two, that kind of good stuff. So when you look at the end of this five-round championship fight, you say to yourself, Cody Garbrandt, of course, I think he's with the, uh, the, uh, the, cat, the guys from, from Team Alpha Male. I'm talking about uh, Sacramento, California, Lincoln, California. The man that just retired last week, the California kid Uriah Faber. Uriah Faber runs that camp up there now. Cody's part of that, of course. Cody now the world champion. That probably sets up a could set up a decent fight up there in Sacramento. A bad blood match between Cody and um, uh, uh, T.J. Dillashaw. T.J. Dillashaw, of course, the former bantamweight champion. T.J. Hmm, I gotta say, I thought T.J. was gonna do wonderful things as champion. I thought he was gonna be a guy that you were gonna move off and you know see these these fantastic fights from. Him. Of course, he beat Renan Barao not once but twice, but. Couldn't do anything after that. Of course, he beat John Lineker last night, unanimous night across the board. He won in every round, 30 to 26. That means he got an extra point in one of the three-point three, three point rounds, one of the uh, three five-minute rounds. So good card here. Dillashaw winner, Cody the winner, um, Dominic Cruz, an upset loser. I think Dominic's got an a, a automatic rematch clause in his contract, so look for him to get right back at it. We'll see what happens there. And, of course, on the rest of the pay card, Dung Han Kim. <clears throat> he was a winner over Tarek Safadine. Split decision. Those guys are fighting at welterweight. Of course, weight limit is 135. That be it, male or female. And welterweight limit for USC and MMA generally is 170 pounds. So Dong Hun Kim, Hun Kim, uh, was a welterweight, 170 pounds. Catchweight fight, 129. Ray Borg and Luis Smoka, uh, catchweight 129.5. Boca was a winner. Borg was a winner with a three-round decision. Neil Magney was a winner. Antonio. Carlos Jr. was winner. Alex Garcia was a winner. Nico Price was a winner. And Alex Oliveira, Oliveira was a winner on the uh, early card. I'm talking about fight pass, as far as USC fight pass. Was going. So it was a USC fight pass for a fight. Then it went to Fox Sports, one for two hours. And, of course, USC 207 took over as far as pay-per-view is concerned. And evidently, Ronda Rousey got $3 bucks for this fight. She deserves it. No doubt about it. She deserves it. You know why? Cause she ain't fighting no more. She can go over and have those kids. Her and Travis Brown, they can go through retirement now. That's her boyfriend. You know the sperm donor. Remember when she said that one time. She said I think she said it on the show. Uh, wasn't it? she said she likes to get laid before a fight because she wants to get that extra shot of testosterone the day of the fight. So sex for her the day of the fight is like a prerequisite. Right on, right on, Rhonda. At least she tells it like it is. But she's done. So she got her three million bucks plus a percentage of the pay per view, I guess, as well. And she's off to. Uh, the world of Hollywood and acting and you know I wonder if the world is going to accept her as an actress and the reason why I say that is she's got such a crummy attitude she just does I mean what happened she went from like she was one of my favorite girls you guys know that four or four years ago when I had her on the show three or four years ago when we used to have her on the show every four or five months every every three times a year okay um she was fun to be around she called you know, Kim Kardashian a skank and you know I mean it was just fun it was fun to have her around guess what the last time she was here, I was annoyed. She was annoying. So now she's done. Ronda Rousey, take a walk, baby. Guess what? Don't let me hit your ass on the way out. You are tuned to Sports Byline. Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-757. A look at the big world of sports. That's right. All sports tonight, 10 p.m. Pacific time. Johnny Topolus All-Stars take over at 10 p.m. Pacific time each and every Saturday night on Sports Byline. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
3: If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain relieving back brace from doctor-approved medical at little to no cost. Many people are now using our brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and feel relief that they haven't had in years. Don't let your back pain get worse. Call 800-507-1148. Call now and get free shipping plus a free easy-to-use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supply last.
1: 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it? help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process. It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. Calling all
3: motorheads, it's time to rise up and pay homage to the Freak Nation. Or just flip your fat radio on to Speed Freaks every Sunday night at 7 Pacific on the Sports Byline USA Network. Join me, Kenny Sargent, with Statman and Crash Gladys for a freak of a good time as we drop in on the biggest names in motorsports. From IndyCar to NASCAR, the Drags to Supercross, and a big-time rock and roll band from time to time. That's Speed Freaks, Sunday nights at 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
0: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
5: can not you keep out of trouble?
0: Check it. 40 minutes past the hour. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside. Look at the world of combat sports. I'm a little jazz. the fact that Ronda Rousey lost. No, I don't cheer for people to lose. And as I said earlier before the break, and, and I'll be a little bit redundant here, and, of course, being a little trying to punish, I guess, I guess that would be the worst. She was just she was just a turd at the end. I, didn't, I don't like being around turds. I don't, especially turd athletes. I mean, I always thought that, that Willie Mays when I was growing up was a bit of a turd. Of course, a great baseball player, maybe pound for pound the greatest baseball player in the history of the game. But I thought he was a bit of a turd when I was growing up. And that's what I always remember. And of course, the two times that I came in contact with him as an adult, he was much more pleasant. But, you know, I still hearken back to that time when I was nine years old and he turned me down for an autograph when he was sitting on the bench out there in the, uh, the, uh, the bullpen at the Candlestick Park for the Giants back in 1960. I won't say. Ronda Rousey, a loser, of course. Kerry Garrenbrandt, the new world Bantamweight champion. Of course, there is a Bantamweight champion in the female division and the world uh, men's division. But we need a female division at 145. Of course, we need a four, female 145-pound division for my favorite transvestite. I'm just kidding. Okay, my favorite transsexual. I'm just kidding. She's not a she-male. She's just <clears throat> a manly-looking guy. I'm talking about Chris Cyborg Santos, who if was sitting across from me. She would be the one person in the world I probably wouldn't talk smack to. She, I just don't know what she would do. I've seen her throw men around the room. I, I, she's like a monster. Okay. She is. And she only weighs like 165, 170 pounds, you know, when she's not in the, in the octagon or in training. Um, so she's a monster, but they can't give a, they want, they don't want to give her a 145 pound weight class at 145 because Dana just doesn't want to give it to her. Or They would have done it in a long time. Or they would have, they would have, created girls they'd have blown girls up they would have found girls at 145 the chris the fight chris for cyborg santos they would have found them for the money okay but the usc did not want to take her to a championship they did not hurt, want her to be a usc title holder no matter what maybe it was the the uh the uh the transsexual maybe sound or <clears throat> or the fact that you know she had the, the steroid bust a few years ago in san diego california of course after years of steroid use and abuse <clears throat> which was <clears throat> with the worst, best? What the What they call it? The worst kept secret in all of the mixed martial arts was her taking, you know, juice. I mean, look at her body. I mean, she's not. She has not got your your typical female body. Not that Ronda Rousey has a female uh, body the tone like that, anything like. That. But when you look at the difference between Ronda or maybe even Amanda Nunes and Chris Cyborg Santos, it's like she is truly the cyborg. I kid you not. She's like half robot, half woman. Anyway, Cyborg Santos really the. The stone loser of 2016, of course, as we as we sit here right now, towards the end of the year, and uh, she's under investigation for possible steroid use again, testing positive for some kind of uh, banned substance. Of course, as I said, the the suspension three years ago that cost her a year of her career, and I think for the most part, at 145, you know, she's done her roids in the past, and if she's done her roids again. Do I want to call for a ban for, for her? You know, because that's that's usually what I say. If somebody gets caught once, it's ban time. Somebody gets get twice gets caught twice, it should be double ban time. But you know, so many people are testing positive for performance enhancing drugs now, and not all of them are quote illegal. They're illegal one day, they're banned the next. I mean, there's there's drugs that are going to be uh, that are legal in 2016 supplements. That cannot be used in 2017, the same as, uh, as was, was with last year. So, you know, these substances that you get over the counter, what did John Jones try to say that he brought a couple of things over the counter, like uh, some uh, build me up my THC and my uh, testosterone levels naturally or something like that, and they had a couple of es- estrogen blockers in it? Yeah. It just happens to be that estrogen blockers are what you need to, bl- to fake a steroid test. Those are the things that you need to fake a steroid test. In other words, you take the juice— and you get your testosterone level at an incredible low level before it bounces back up. Okay, you get this low level, so then you test real low, and you don't want to test real low because Jones tested real low against uh, for Cormier that first fight. I think December, four, December two thousand fourteen. He tested real low. He had the, the testosterone testosterone level in eighty five year old man. Think about that. The guy was like twenty nine years old. Impossible, right? No, not if he was cheating and taking steroids. So this next to this last time when he was caught. Earlier this year in July, what he was doing was he, he took these estrogen blockers to put these the, uh, T levels back up to somewhat of a normal range. And then, of course, he gets caught with these two estrogen blockers in his system. He says it came over the counter. They say it came over the counter. The bottom line is he's still getting suspended. So no matter what he says, as far as a defense was concerned, I believe, and I think the, the Anti-Doping Association also believes that John Jones knew exactly what he was doing and that he was masking a cycle run. Just the way it looks. He was masking a run of steroids. Look, John Jones, I thought, was invincible at 205 pounds. But as it turns out now, he's not so invincible without Flintstone vitamins. These guys, these super athletes, Anderson Silva, what happens after a while? We find out that <clears throat> Anderson Silva was taking it. So Anderson Silva, possibly the, the greatest, a, mean, longest run there at middleweight champion, no doubt about that, 185. He was king. The spider was king for a long, long time. But now that he tested positive, for steroids, not for one steroid, I think two steroids in that one test, we have to look at him in his entire career uh, with a question mark. Is his entire career suspect? Should a guy or should a person be banned after one conviction or one being once being caught with Flintstone vitamins, of course, which is anabolic steroids or performance-enhancing drugs, HGH, stuff like that? Should they be banned after one fight? And I was of the opinion that, yeah, they should, and now— it looks like Chris Cyborg Santos is going to get popped the second time. Probably she'll probably find some way to get out of that. You know, the Brazilian people poisoned me, or or I took this bad supplement or something like that. And I can see that going down that way. Of course, Cain Velasquez, as I said, out of uh, USC 207 last night, which was a bit of a shame because he was the real fight there. Him and Fareed Sudum, that was the real fight on the card. In fact, I think the fight lost all the fight card lost all kinds of luster once that was gone because you knew that Garbrandt and uh, Cruz. We're headed for a decision, although I thought Cruz was going to win that decision. He was stunned. Of course, Garbrandt, the world weight champion as I speak. But, you know, that for a beast for doom, Cain Velasquez fight with everything that was on the line, basically with careers on the line, because if Cain lost, Cain would have been done. Cain might be done anyway. they are trying to say that Cain's getting an operation now to remove some of the pressure around his sciatic nerve in his lower back so he can stand up. But if he was in the greatest shape of his life, as he kept saying and saying and saying, why would he go on ESPN and just blow it all? Instead of taking non THC cannabinoids, you can take this CBD that's called cannabinoids, but they're, a, they're derived from the from the marijuana, the cannabis plant, but they don't have any active THC ingredients in them, so you won't test positive for marijuana. Because you can take these CBDs, and that's what Kane was doing. And Kane voiced this during an interview on ESPN. Plus, he also told them he couldn't stand up for 10 minutes longer than 10 minutes. And the fight is 15 minutes, of course, three five-minute rounds. And that really wasn't the way I think he wanted it to come out. Or did he? Or was he tanking the fight on purpose? I mean, there is something you need to look at, too. I mean, Cain Velasquez has had his share of cancellations. Some cancellations, of course, have cost him millions of dollars and cost the USC fans mega fights. I mean, had he not gotten hurt, he might have gone down as the greatest heavyweight champion of all time. I mean, he definitely had the abilities. And when he hurt somebody, I tried to tell people this. He hits you with those little tiny, those little sissy punches. When he gets you down on the ground, you're, like, trying to cover up. hit you with sissy punches around the head. He hits you hard. He hits hard. He is, you know, as I said, the cardio monster that he is, pound for pound, the best cardio guy in the world of mixed martial arts. At least he was before he, he incurred all these injuries. I mean, he, I told you, he would spar guys. He would take, like, three guys in one round. In one five-minute round, he would throw around one guy for a minute and a half Another guy for a minute and a half. Another guy for a minute, a little longer than a minute and a half. But it was it was crazy? It was just crazy. He would throw three fresh guys around, three fresh guys, three top guys, and they were bringing good guys. I don't want to say the guys he was he was working with, but you know some of these guys were former world champions, current world champions as I speak. He was bad dudes, but Cain Velasquez was eating them up because he was the cardio monster. Okay, then the injuries took place. Of course, the back, the shoulder, the hand, the knee. I mean, can I keep going? Yeah, there's some other injuries as well. There are things he had to tell. He never talked much about the back injuries. Of course, I think he's had surgery once, but he never talked much about the back injuries. And back injuries are the worst. I don't know I know. I tell you, last night I, I was laughing, but I, um, I have some skinny jeans. I have a 29-inch waist, so I can get away with wearing skinny jeans. So I slid into these skinny jeans yesterday because of my bad back. I couldn't get out of them last night. <laughs> I kid you not. And that was a bit of that was a bit embarrassing. i wasn't gonna call the neighbor or call an ex-girlfriend, Hey, can you come over and take my pants off, please? No. But I was in uh, in bad shape as far as the stiffness was concerned. Speaking of bad shape, not as bad as Amanda Nunes put Ronda Rousey in last night. Straight up Amanda Nunes the world banned weight chamber. So as we look back at two thousand sixteen, what's really happened in two thousand sixteen as far as the, the world of, of USC is concerned? We'll get to the world of series of fighting and Bellator after the break because They've done some good things, and Bellator seems to be off on the right track. They're coming back, I think, the 21st of January at the uh, L.A. Forum. Of course, Chael Sonnen, and Chael Sonnen, the mouth that roared, and Tito is the people's champion, the former USC light heavyweight champion, they're going to clash in a battle at 205 pounds. How are those guys going to make 205? I just don't know. But more power to them, because i got to tell you, making a 205 pounds at 35, 36 years old, I mean, wow, what does that, what does that really say about, about your body? I mean, you've got to be putting your body through all kinds of incredible feats to get it down to 205. That would be like me making 139 pounds at this point in time of my life. Can't do it. can Not not even through sickness. One time I did lose a bunch of weight in like 1990s. <clears throat> Went down to 125, bad case of flu and food poisoning. But I'm telling you, you can't be losing that kind of weight. You just can't do it. You are tuning to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside. Look at the world of combat sports course. She's history. Ronda Rousey's history. Can't say can't 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 push that enough. Really can't. Of course, Amanda didn't lack the the confidence. She didn't. She didn't. You know, she didn't listen. She went into this fight as a champion. Guess what? She acted like a champion. She did the interviews. She know she was out there. She did the interviews. But when it talk, talk about Ronda Rousey, Ronda didn't want to do the interviews. More power to Ronda. More power to her. She's done. Sunday, June January fifteenth, the comeback of the former lightweight champion, UFC champion. To we'll talk about. The prodigy B.J. Penn, sixteen and ten, a couple of draws. You would think that you know the greatest lightweight of all time, or considered one time one of the greatest lightweights of all time. I guess at that point in time he might have been, but he was always a guy that was sort of fat, fat at one fifty-five. So he fought at one fifty-five. In my opinion, he was never really the uh, <clears throat> most dedicated guy in the gym at one fifty-five. So now he's going to try at one forty-five, try to 5 at one forty-five, take it on number ten-ranked Yeah, Rodriguez El Pantera from Mexico, nine and one. He's a good fighter. I mean, no doubt about that. We're looking at two guys that have got a lot on the line. But B.J. Penn, I think it's all about payday. It's about payday. Just one more time. Can I get one more payday out of these guys? Because he needs it. Evidently, he's got some legal issues over there in uh, in Hawaii. He's had accused of sexual assault, I think, at one point in time. But he's had some legal issues over there. And, you know, you can never... I couldn't believe this. You never realize your peak when you're there because your peak is fleeting. What I mean by fleeting is... It's here and it's gone. And before you know it, it's gone. You just your, your mind's blown by this. It's just blown by it. I mean, you're on top of the world. You're at your best condition, both mentally and physically. And then, no more. All of a sudden, you're second-guessing yourself. You're worrying about things. You know, BJ Penn, 155, not the fighter he could have been at 145. But now, he's going to fight at 145 and take on Yara Rodriguez. Of course, BJ Penn, 16-2 with a draw, a couple of draws. Both these guys physically are about the same height, about the same weight. So it boils down to age. And Pantera of Mexico, I think, has got the age here. But, 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 BJ's got those old tricks. When you got old tricks, you know, those old, old, old guys come through once in a while with some good fights. I'm not trying to say BJ's going to win this, but he can put up a good effort. In fact, these were two old guys. Two old guys put together good fights. Remember Ali and Frazier? When they did that thing of Thrill in Manila? That was a great fight. Why? Because they were both old, they were both done, and they went for it. Old guys can fight when they're fighting old guys. You're tuned to Rink Talk live off Sports Byline. How does Chael Sonnen approach John Jones?
6: Uh, Same as everybody else. I'm going to put my chin down, walk towards him, and put him on his ass.
1: That's 800-296-0906.
5: And again, BJ's just out grappling him as well as out striking him off. He's just pouring blood now, Joe. And he's really toying with him, yeah. <laughs> and now he's turning it on. Yeah. Diego's, Diego's up, a up. And Herb Dean's going to check the cut. Wow. Baby J. Wow. That is a gigantic cut over his eye. That's it that right there ladies and gentlemen is the greatest lightweight in the history of the
2: sport baby jay defense
3: now more of ring talk with pedro fernandez
1: <laughs> i'm gonna like you i'm gonna hang you but i'm gonna like you
0: Checking out some of the Bellator headlines of 2016. Of course, Hoist Gracie taking out Ken Shamrock and that uh, he take care of him. Of course, Shamrock was controversial. Ken, you Ken, didn't come to fight that night, man. He came to sort of like play with the referee. Ken Shamrock pushed out of that fight. I really was disappointed in the way that he uh, put forth the effort that he did against Hoist Gracie. Of course, Hoist Gracie, the legend, now working with Bellator. And of course, when I get to see him, Octagon side or Cade side, or whatever you want to call it in the Bellator, He's cool, man. He's, 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 mix, he's mixing with his people. and you know He's, just, he's a people's champion. He, of course, the first UFC champion back in 1993 when he beat all those guys with no time limits and no weight limits, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, he was a man back in the day with the Gi. And, of course, after that, Audrey Koroshev beat Benson Henderson, another UFC event. King Mo had it up and down year. King Moe, of course, King Mo won some fights at light heavyweight and then lost some fights at light heavyweight and then came back and won later in the year against a uh, guy that wasn't the greatest heavyweight in the world, Quentin Rampage Jackson. Yeah, he had a win as well. But, you know, when you look at the entire picture, Bellator is setting a, a plan for 2018-2019 to do big and better things. Of course, 2017, still a formative year. They're still trying to put their act together. So as far as a, the, uh, the, the coming together is concerned, I think Scott Coker is doing a great job. I want to wish him the very best of luck on that. You are tuned to Sports Byline. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Saturday nights, 10 p.m. Pacific time. Johnny Taco and his All-Stars cover. The world of sports, the world of comedy, the world of uh, social issues, the world at large, 10 p.m. Pacific. I meet you every Saturday right here on Sports Byline. Johnny is All-Stars.